You're listening to The Self-Worth Circle, hosted by Julie Haxel and Eva Eslander. We are here to remind you to raise your self-worth and wear your invisible crown. It's time. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Self-Worth Circle. I am one of your hosts. My name is Eva, and today I have a really lovely, lovely guest here, Rosie Blake. She is a sound healer, and she's also a transformation coach. And we're currently sitting in beautiful Sayulita, Mexico, on the beach and under this beautiful palapa. And if you hear some background noises, it's because there are a few people playing a volleyball and we have a beautiful ocean breeze but welcome Rosie so happy to have you here with me how are you doing I'm great thank you so much for having me um I'm really happy to have got the chance to connect in Sailita and to have this chat so for our listeners as you might know I'm currently here in Mexico I'm here shooting my new catalog for Moonaware and I found Rosie on Instagram and I just felt very drawn to, first of all, she's beautiful and gorgeous, but her energy and she does sound healing, which really is of interest to me as well or something I want to learn more about. And I just felt like I want to collaborate with her, work with her. So I, um, I asked her to model for the new, for the new collection and she did. And I'm just, so excited to see see all the beautiful footage but also to connect with her deeper and and talk more about her background because it is very interesting how she ended up in Sayulita and we're going to talk a little bit about her journey and what she does and and how she ended up here but yeah if you want to just maybe tell a little bit about your background where you're from your upbringing and how you ended up in Sayulita I know that's a lot of questions but maybe yeah your background <laughs> perfect um so yeah my name's rosie i'm from the uk originally um but i have been traveling around working remote living remote for the last few years um and really that's while i've been kind of on my journey of exploration um of changing my own life of getting into a lot of these healing modalities uh so yeah originally a few years ago maybe three, four years ago now, I was living in London um, and living what I would call a normal <laughs> normal life um, or what I thought of as a normal life. And yeah, just realizing that I didn't feel fulfilled. I didn't feel happy. I found myself in really toxic work environments, toxic relationships, like just felt super lost and kind of like lost my sense of self. Um, and I was already in, very into like my yoga practice and kind of started on my spiritual journey that way and just ended up diving deeper and deeper into that path and understanding more about that. So I started off like many people seem to here, taking a trip to Bali um, and yeah, get going deep into my healing. I took my yoga teacher training there and then have been kind of living and working remote since then. Um, in LA, in Mexico, and now ending up in Sayulita. And along that journey, I also found sound healing and have created my sound healing and coaching business kind of based off all of my own experiences in my transformation journey and now following the call to share it with other people. And how long have you now been on this journey? Like when did you leave the UK? And yeah, how long has it been now? 
Um, that's a good question. I think, so I was working in like a corporate marketing job in um, London. I worked in social media. I was like very heavily involved in, in that kind of world. Um, and I think it's actually almost five years ago that I left that job and started working for myself. So that was really the start of kind of like breaking free a little bit. Um, but I was still stuck in the UK. I was actually in a very like emotionally abusive and toxic relationship, like going through a lot of like difficult stuff over there that made me feel super lost and disconnected. Um, and it was probably around that time that I started really heavily getting into my yoga practice and kind of using that as a bit of an escape and a bit of a like, yeah, way to keep myself sane while I was <laughs> working in London. Um, and then it was three years ago that I realized like I was, I was working freelance and doing social media work and ru actually running an influencer marketing agency. Um, and I got to the point where I could do it from anywhere. So I realized like, oh, why not take a month long trip? And that's when I went to Bali for the first time ended up staying there for three months, <laughs> the classic story, um, and realized like this remote life could be an ongoing thing. Um, so it really just went from there. And I was obviously working on my own healing in that time and exploring different kinds of practices and modalities and found a yoga teacher that I loved, which I then went on to train with. And at that time, I just kept hearing the sounds of the crystal balls. And every time I heard them, there was just like something inside me that just told me like, you need to learn how to do this. <laughs> you need to learn how to do this. Um, and then afterwards, when I moved to LA, I happened to be living around the corner from this studio and they just happened to be running a workshop on how to learn how to play the crystal balls. And I was like, okay, it's time. Um, so it really went from there and I basically along, along this whole journey was still kind of like working through my own stuff, still running my own marketing agency, all of this kind of stuff and becoming more and more aware of like the divide and the fact that like the old things that I'd been doing weren't really aligned for me anymore. Um, so then there was just kind of one moment that I had while in a meditation where I was just like, you know what you want from your life. You know that you want to be following this path. You know that you want to be healing. You want to be coaching. And it's so funny because I used to journal, like asking myself these questions, like, what am I supposed to do with my life? And I would always journal the same thing. Like if I asked myself, what would my perfect day look like in my ideal life? It was always the same. And I just had this moment one day where I was like, why are you not doing it then? You know exactly what it is. Just start. And that was actually almost a year ago. It hasn't even been that long. Um, when I was just like, okay, this is fully what I'm doing now. I'm becoming a sound healer. Um, that's, yeah, that's what I'm going to do for my life. I took some business coaching mentorships and that kind of thing. And it started to understand what a business could look like and became a coach and focused on that area and started combining all of these tools and techniques that I learned in my own transformation. And that led me to that moment of clarity of knowing what I wanted to do and how to follow it. And yeah, that's how I got here. <laughs> That's how I created it. And how did you end up like in Sayulita or how did you find out about it or hear about it? Because I mean, now it's grown a lot, obviously, but I feel like it's still kind of like a pretty small town, even though of course it's grown a lot, but yeah. How did you end up here? How did that kind of connection happen? Yeah, so I was in the US and um, I needed to leave because my visa time was going to run out. And, you know, with all the pandemic and everything happening last year, I knew that I didn't want to get stuck back in the UK. And I knew that living there didn't make me happy anymore. 
Um, so uh, I kind of just started thinking about, okay, where are places that I could go? And originally my intention was like, where can I go and then go back to the US in a few months? Mm-hmm. Um, so I started looking at Mexico and I had a friend in LA who uh, works at a travel company and is like really into like all the up and coming places. So she was like, have you heard about Sayulita? Like, look at this place. Um, so that's kind of when I first heard the name. And then I came to Mexico earlier and I actually got a job teaching in Tulum. So I was over there for a few months and traveled around a little bit, but in the back of my mind, there was always like, I'm going to get to Sailita. I didn't even know anything about the place really, apart from that it sounded nice and the beach was great and you could surf and all of those kind of things. Um, so yeah, so then eventually I came over and I was kind of just coming like to check it out and maybe stay for a month. And basically, as soon as I got here, I just felt like it was everything that I'd been looking for. Like the wellness community was amazing. I could teach, like all the people were so friendly and so welcoming. There's something about the energy here, which I'm sure you know as well, that just, yeah, it was just like, as soon as I got here, I felt like kind of at home. And I hadn't felt like that anywhere else where I, while I'd been traveling around in Mexico and it just, yeah, it just felt right. So. Just didn't leave. I'm still here. <laughs> I love that. And I definitely, yeah, I I um, feel the same way. I wanted to ask you because Sayulita has a very strong energy. It's like a vortex, right? And I feel like manifestation here is very rapid, like law of attraction, just like, because the fe- frequency is so high, like things kind of manifest way faster than in other places. I wanted to ask like, have you felt that same thing here? Have you noticed that? And then obviously, I mean, where there's a lot of energy, there's obviously like the yin and the yang. There's the big underbelly of party, the party scene. And and there is, you know, it's still Mexico. There's a lot of, unfortunately, some darkness, you know, um, here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with just the talk, like the toxic... I hate even say like the toxic masculinity and, 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 and that whole scene. But, um, what is your experience with, with the energy here? Because as you said, it felt home and it really resonated, but have you noticed like, kind of like that law of attraction manifestation happening here quicker? Yes, definitely. As soon as you started saying it, I'm just like nodding because I have experienced it so much since being here, like probably more than I've ever experienced it anywhere else. And that was one of the things that I really noticed. And I felt like in the months before getting here, I was like, I knew what I wanted, but I was just struggling so hard to make it happen. Like it felt like I was always like kind of up against a wall and like couldn't find ways to share what I wanted to share, to teach, like all of these things. And yeah, there was just something about this place. As soon as I got here, And it was partly due to the community, I think, being so welcoming and so many people being on a similar wavelength um, that I was just like meeting amazing people and everybody was really open and being like, let's collaborate on this, let's do this. But I remember I got here just before the full moon in December um, and I went to a full moon ceremony on the beach here and everything just felt so right. I actually brought some, some of my bowls and like was invited to join in and like play during the meditation and stuff. And that, that first thing was like, oh yeah, this is great. This is a great place to be. But I remember seeing someone just a few weeks after that and they were like, you have manifested so much into your life since that full moon. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's just every intention that I have set 
for while being in this place it has happened so quickly so like the people that i've met like the apartments that i've manifested like the the way that i've been teaching the clients that i've manifested like everything is just on another level mm-hmm. and it happens all the time like even to just really small things like I don't know, bumping into somebody that you're just thinking about or like, I don't know, things just show up here in like the craziest ways. And it feels amazing because it feels like so effortless almost. It's like you think about something you want or like I have one friend and like, honestly, every time I say to her, like something that I want to show up, it literally shows up like later that day or the next day. And I'm just like, this is so crazy. Um, But yeah, I definitely think there's something with the energy here that that makes that happen and I know that you know in terms of in my own life like since getting here is really when everything has started to happen for me like I got here like not still not really knowing what I was doing I'd kind of started my business but it hadn't taken off and like I was teaching but just like here and there and since being here it was like just a whole new level started like I was showing up as the highest version of myself of who I wanted to be. I was so clear about my intentions and what I wanted. And yeah, I launched a new coaching program, which like took off straight away, um, got clients on board, like really, you know, stepped into that kind of like living as a, as a coach and as a teacher. Um, yeah, classes have showed up, clients have showed up. I've just, it's been this kind of like effortless flow of abundance ever since I got to Sailita and I really, I don't think that's just a coincidence. So yeah, it's very powerful. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I I know (laughs) this place is magical. Um, So I wanted to ask you a little bit more about the work you do, the online coaching, who is it for? And what kind of like, do you have ongoing courses? Is it like a one, you know, one-on-one session, one-time kind of thing, or what are the different, mm, yeah, like offerings that you have? Yeah, sure. So um, at the moment, the main program I'm offering is called Aligned Abundance, and it's a six-month or three-month transformation journey. Um, And I prefer to work with clients on this longer-term basis because it, it really gives you that time to transform things, you know, and to see like the shifts and how much can change and to build new habits and you know, create life with those tools rather than just like doing a month or like a a one-off session where it's like really useful at the time, but it's harder to implement it into your life. Um, And the way that I teach is like, it's a combination of a lot of the different techniques that I've kind of like found to be useful along the way. Um, It's designed for women who feel stuck in their lives or unfulfilled and they're wanting to connect with their purpose, with their power, to understand what they truly want from their life and how to create a life that feels like it's truly theirs. Um, So guiding them through that process really and each month we focus on a different area of their life. So the first month will always be around vision and values and understanding yourself more deeply so you can understand what you really want and start to set some stepping stones on how to get there. Uh, We also work on like routines, working with your energy, listening to your body, um, getting into different ways of being that really work for you instead of being stuck in what society has told us should work. Um, And then we work heavily on limiting beliefs, mindset, 
Um, I do NLP coaching. That's one of the, the things that I have learned. And it's all about like rewiring your brain, reframing your thought patterns, helping you to let go of some of those things that are keeping you stuck. Um, and then we also obviously focus on abundance. So the same kind of thing with the beliefs we hold around money, with around our own worth, around abundance um, and how to call that in, how to use manifestation, how to yeah, open yourself up for more of that and understand how you can create an abundant life by living your purpose. Because that's one of the things that people feel the most scared about, right? Is, you know, they want to follow, they, they feel like there's something more that they want from their life, but it's really scary to follow it because you don't know how that's going to work or how you're going to survive or how you're going to make any money doing that. Um, so that was really kind of where the Aligned Abundance name came from as well. Uh, working on getting in alignment with yourself. So really like knowing yourself and having this, this grounding and this sense of identity that you're working from, um, getting in touch with your highest self and understanding what the best version of you looks like, and then creating this life of abundance from that place. I love that. And even like, I feel like it's, there's so many kind of synchronicities here. Like I, you know, my, my, for my brand, it's like in align with the moon. <laughs> it's like, like the word align. I just uh, ordered a custom made hat from this beautiful girl, Marianne. She, she has this beautiful hat brand. She makes, you should check her out, like gorgeous, a handmade, uh, customized hats. And, and the, the text that I wanted to imprint on my hat is align. Like, it's just like that. Cause it's like all about alignment. And then it's just so funny that we're sitting here talking about it. And, and I'm huge. Like I love chakras and that's kind of like one thing. And that's also, I think why I'm so also kind of drawn to the singing bowls. Cause you can, you know, frequency sound connect to each chakra. So it's, it's just, again, so many kind of synchronicities with you which is beautiful and i think that's again one of the beautiful things here in sailita because you connect and find people that are on that same wavelength and you can talk to them about things that they like it, you don't have to be like yeah like apologizing for the things that you feel drawn to or connected so it's absolutely beautiful and yeah amazing that you're doing this beautiful work and that's what the world needs more of this more of light more of this more of light workers st really stepping into their the highest like you put it so very very well into their highest um, expressions of of themselves. Um, I want to kind of piggyback a little bit about uh, or go back on the the sound healing path because this is something you mentioned when we were doing some shots for Moon Aware. You mentioned that you had actually or while living in, in the UK, you were singing and that's kind of like music has always been a big part of you. Can you tell us just a little bit about your background with music and, and yeah, and, and how that music then you said that you've always kind of felt that the calling of the bowls, but, but then also there is that bridge of the musical world to the bowls. Can you just um, tell us a little bit about that? And your journey yeah for sure so yeah as you said like music was always a really really big part of my life like when I was growing up that's you know it was one of my biggest interests my biggest passions I loved to sing I played instruments I was like the music geek at school who was in all of the groups all of the bands like all of that kind of thing um and so I actually went to university to study music because it was the thing I loved the most and I wanted to be a singer um, so I started out on that path and I was doing like classical singing, opera singing, like all of these kind of really intense styles of singing. 
Um, and a year in, I found out I actually had a hole in my vocal cords and I couldn't do it anymore. So I, yeah, I had a couple of operations, like had to take a year out, like trying to rehabilitate my voice. Um, but basically it just made it, you know, things like that take a really long time to heal. And, um, with like a really hardcore style of singing like that, it's really difficult to be able to go back into that. Um, so yeah, I kind of just like lost touch with that in my life. And obviously at the time it was, it was really traumatic. It was like my whole identity was wrapped up in this thing that I could do. And especially when it's your voice as your instrument, it's like a part of you, like it feels like you're, you know, it's part of yourself. Um, so it's funny because looking back now, I can kind of see with hindsight, like how that kind of like started this whole like identity crisis maybe, or like this kind of journey of feeling lost and like not really knowing what I was here to do. Um, because I had a very set path in my mind and then suddenly it was, it was gone. Um, so yeah, I kind of fell out of touch with music a little bit after that. Like I still played my instruments. I still like played guitar in my room and sang to myself, but I wasn't doing any performance or anything like that. And it was, it was a really like, it was a wound for a long time, you know? Um, I found it quite hard to like connect with it emotionally or like even seeing other people um, singing or performing like it was it brought up a lot of a lot of wounding for me um, so I kind of let go of it and I obviously went down this social media path and like threw myself into a different career and all of that kind of stuff and that was what was what really cool to me when I started hearing these bowls was like the message that I got was like, you need to learn how to do this because this is going to be how you get music back into your life. And yeah, that, that was what I kept hearing every time I heard them. And that's why I knew I had to do it. And I think I like procrastinated on it for a little while or like didn't listen to that voice for a few months. Um, but eventually I did. And it's just so funny now because you know, that was exactly what happened as soon as I started doing it, as soon as I had that moment where I decided, yeah, I'm going to be a sound healer. I'm going to do sound baths on the beach in LA. That's how it started. And um, later that year, like when I went back to London, actually in the summer, I did a sound bath there and for the first time started singing um, during the sound bath. And now it's like, that's a huge part of what I do. And people literally know me as like, oh yeah, the girl who sings during her sound baths, which is great and I love it and it brings me so much joy and it, it brings me so much joy when other people say that they enjoy that part of it as well and that it makes it special but it's so funny for me because it just feels like it's come full circle you know like I had that purpose and I lost it for a while and I found this way to reconnect with it and and bring it into the world so yeah thank you for that beautiful um I wanted to ask you now, you've mentioned that you kind of kept hearing the calling and, and um, I don't know if you've heard about the four clairs, like the four ways to be clairvoyant, like we can be claircognizant, that we feel things, we can be clairvoyant, we see things, we can be clairaudient, we hear things, or clairsentient, we, did I say that already, feel things? No. So clair, we can see, we can hear, we can feel and know do you feel like you're most like clairaudient like you just kind of hear things or now if you think about it like your intuition do you have like anything or just like that you resonate with out of those four the most that's super interesting I haven't actually thought about that 
I think um I think I do hear in terms of like that kind of inner voice but I think the one that I would probably resonate with the most is the feeling so like feeling the energy of something like I think that's something that I feel very tuned into and I also work with like Reiki and energy healing as well um which has definitely developed that gift more um but yeah just that kind of like feeling of intuition which I think ties into that voice as well in some ways um of knowing like when something's right when something isn't in alignment when something is in alignment um and feeling like the energy of places for example or groups of people or things like that i think i feel into that very strongly and it's one of the things that i now use to really guide me in my in terms of my intuition and that kind of like gut feeling and what i decide to do who i spend my time with like where i go you know exactly how i said with silita is like i could feel it when i got here thank you for that um sorry by the way if there's like some background noise we have two men cutting coconuts here on the beach <laughs> behind us and there might be some yeah i don't know if you can hear it or not but anyway just kind of giving you a little <laughs> intel on what's going on um yeah um so do you offer sound healing sessions also online or that, is that something you only do like um, in person? Yeah, I do. Um, so I offer, especially like in the current climate and the fact that I live in different locations in the world, um, I offer all my services online. Um, so I do virtual sound healing sessions, one-to-one um, -one or groups and uh, also like corporate offerings as well. So doing it for teams, that kind of thing. Um, and I do that all over um, over the phone, over Zoom, over YouTube Live. Um, I also host monthly full moon sound baths online too. Um, and I do my Reiki healing uh, virtually as well. I love that you're also working with the moon. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm actually, for our listeners, I'm so excited. I'm going to be... Um, doing or having or receiving I don't know how to put it a beautiful I know already it's going to be beautiful because I've seen I've heard it like during our photo shoot your bowls but um this week a session with Rosie so that'll be amazing and and for our listeners too if you can we're gonna like put all her her credentials into the, the this episode but yeah if you want to connect with her for a session please do because she is such an expander and shining her light and definitely spreading that light around her around her so yeah feel free to contact her about any any sessions that you feel that could benefit you but I wanted to ask you now that you're here and you feel like you're home and you're doing this work the sound healing and coaching and online work do you have like when you look kind of into your future and and your highest self the future you want to have and manifest what's on your horizon for your future what are your do you have any plans what's going to happen i love this question um really at the moment i feel that my work is in just following um like following this path and seeing what happens uh in terms like in terms of plans and things like that i I don't have any like set plans on the horizon um, 
for right now, I'm definitely staying put in Sayulita, which feels great. Um, and in terms of my work, it's really, yeah, just about developing further my gifts, um, you know, my, my skills and the, and the work that I do and what I can offer people. So deepening my practices and being able to offer a deeper transformation for my clients. Um, with the coaching programs, I am really just, yeah, working on being able to offer that to more people, to get the word out more, um, to work with, with more women that I can help um, and support in whatever way that looks like. So as you said, um, please feel free to reach out if you have any questions or if you want to book a session. Um, I do offer like one-to-one -one transformation coaching as well, kind of like as taster sessions or anything like that outside of the programs. Um, and then in terms of like the coaching business itself, I'm keeping my current program going. I also have plans to launch a group program in the next few months, which is going to be really, really exciting. Um, I'm going to be doing an online masterclass series and I'm also looking into hosting a retreat in the next few months in Sailita. Um, so I have quite a lot of things that I want to do. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're going to be busy. Um, but yeah, so you're really just like, when I think about how do I imagine my highest self or my highest path right now? It's really like what I already have, but more like what I already do, but more. So being this person, but stepping into it even more rather than like aiming for something that feels very different from what I have. And that feels really beautiful. It's just about, yeah, how can I, how can I be more of myself? How can I bring more of this to my life? <laughs> I love that. And that's as what it sounds like is that you are living from gratitude you know you already have so much you've already found this place and you're working with what you love and offering from your heart you know your gifts and sharing healing and shining your light and I actually just made a post on my on Moonaware about like gratitude and being here I've had these very very profound spiritual deep uh, moments of gratitude and it's just such an expansive experience like to bring your awareness to your chest like where when you feel gratitude and what you said is like to create from that like to you already have so much and you just keep expanding that and that's like being alignment with with your heart center and, and creating from there i mean what more can you ask for that's absolutely beautiful um i have one more question and this is the question we ask every guest on our show and it's what this podcast is about and it's about self-worth and because uh, i feel like that's also what, where manifestation really stems from how you feel think subconsciously and consciously about yourself but for you <laughs> what does self-worth mean I love that question and I totally agree. And this is what shows up in my work time and time again is that we have all these ideas about, I don't know, what we think that we want, or what we think we need to do, or what we think we need to fix in our lives. And most of the time, every single thing that we need comes back to self-worth. Like every single person that I work with, like that's the, that's the thing that's underneath it all for all of us is this feeling of self-worth and yeah, for me, that's the, that's the ultimate kind of like goal. That's the ultimate knowing of yourself. That's the, that's the place that you want everything to be coming from, to be truly living in alignment. So 
knowing yourself really deeply and loving that person so deeply that that's your grounding for everything you do like that like you said that's the place that you lead from like leading from that space of your heart from that space of self-worth so yeah I guess what it what it means for me is like it's the key to everything it's the it's the basis of it all and the more work that we can all do in stepping into that feeling and knowing ourselves and loving ourselves like that's the key to everything beautiful and everything manifesting and feeling in alignment with ourselves and with our highest purpose and achieving our dreams I absolutely love that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being my model for Moon and Warrior. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. And it's so funny, again, manifestation. I was in Finland and, and for, we have many listeners in Finland. As you know, it's been this whole COVID year. It's been very heavy and a lot of rules and restrictions and regulations. And it's felt for me at least very suffocating. And I just, for so long, felt the calling to come back to Mexico and shoot my catalog here and visit my my second home and and I I remember being in Finland and I found you on Instagram I was like oh my gosh I felt so very like drawn to all what, what you were saying and doing and like your vibration and look at us here we are sitting underneath <laughs> this palapa uh with with these kind of sketchy guys behind us, you know, <laughs> coconut guys behind us, all yeah, all kind of, and this breeze. Hopefully, this breeze is not too annoying, but it's actually so beautiful. This ocean breeze and the waves and the background birds, parrots, parrots singing, and yeah, I mean, this moment is just again proof of manifestation. Ask and you shall receive, but also act. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And thanks to our listeners for having tuned back in. And please share this episode with any of your friends that you'd think would benefit from, from having tuned into the self-worth circle. Thank you. And thank you, Rosie. Thank you so much. 